this week on the BAMFCAST. No time for gloves, Black Belt Jones. One. We're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. It's a podcast. Without on the internet. <laughs> we decided to no, put it up there. No, it's for everyone. It's yeah. not just America. No. no. The world. Yes. Uh, so this is episode 213, and I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, and we come in here and talk about it for the first half. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies, they get one to find Jackson's and Robot Jacks! Yeah! <laughs> I didn't mix it up, because Chuck was like... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. And the bad, bad movies that stay away, they get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, and douchebags up to twilight. Jimmy Wales here? Blah. Wikipedia's out, Jimmy Wales. So, and we also Hello. do theme, theme months, because this is the third week. Yeah, it is. Of the best week of the year. Yes. Month. Exploitation history. Best month, month. Best week. Yeah. Every it's week best of every, this month every, is the best week that's right. of the yep. year. So week three brings us 1974's Black Belt Jones. Damn right it does. Yeah. Starring Jim Kelly, Gloria yes. Hendry, and Scatman Crowley, <laughs> and some other people. Mm-hmm. Scatman. Let's get a plot summary out of the way. All right. All right. Do it. A mafia buyout of Papa Bird's karate school downtown ends in his death. Bird's daughter, Sydney, refuses to sell and wants revenge. Bird's students call Black Belt Jones for help. Jones reluctantly teams with Sydney in many battles. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, many is in several or many? many? Like no, tiny multiple, battles. Like multiple. Oh, okay. Look at all of these battles I see. we have. Uh-huh. Because? You have a plethora of battles. We are Black mm-hmm. Bill Jones. Okay. Yeah. I want to mention this is directed by Bam Castellum. Yeah. From Jim Cotta. <laughs> but more well-known for Enter the Dragon. Right. <laughs> and also China O'Brien 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That dude did him Robert some martial arts. Yeah, Robert Klaus. Yeah. Klaus. Klaus. Who, uh, by the way, is deaf. Huh? He's a was a deaf director. Really? Oh. Which I don't know how that works exactly as deaf a director. Deaf directing jam. But <laughs> no, not DEF. Oh. <laughs> no, no. So I was going to say, I mean. That's he wasn't his... hip. He was he was his, hearing impaired. His oh, movies have been hip. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Hearing that impaired. Different. That is sadder. Yeah. So well, it's not a, good that he's not a deaf director. He's a director who is deaf. Correct. That is right. Right. So, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how. You know that you rely, I guess, on first assistance and stuff yeah, like that. I, I guess he just looks at the sound guy and goes, "Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. just like it better right. than being a blind director." Yeah, probably easier. Yeah, maybe just a little the, bit the visuals and such. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's Zack Snyder. <laughs> oh, zing! <laughs> Take that, Zack. Yeah. But I mean, really, it, you, you, I think you could do okay, and I, I, I think you did. Evidently, yeah. <laughs> evidently, uh, it, well, at, at a couple points, he probably approved the the shoot audio and then <laughs> once it got into the editing bay the guy's like ah no 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 mm-hmm. yeah i'm sorry yeah there was definitely some adr going on in this movie I don't a little know. bit yeah a little bit language. yeah yeah and also the writer of truck turner oh yes so. the keep on coming mm-hmm. this man is a hero all these alums yeah well, let's talk about the movie proper of course sure let's well, what happens i don't know uh, Jim Kelly kicks and punches a lot of men right. in the crotch. Yeah, right. right. Crotches are. It opens up in the winery, though, right? Yeah, yes. about they're, they're leading the guy through because yeah, at the beginning of the movie, you're like, 
Uh, everyone in this movie is white. Mm-hmm. It we, takes them a while to get to Jim. We Kelly. were led to believe that this was a black exploitation <laughs> classic. Yeah, and instead we get a bunch of furry faced men. Yeah, furry faced and like Italian mobster guys, and they're leading one guy in, and I, I don't really understand what's going on. Like, was it a payoff or something? Or like he was buying back? There, there's a MacGuffin in the movie of these photos. Mm-hmm. It, 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 I don't know what the photos are of, what they mean, but they're important. I believe he them. was selling the photos for the money, and then once they had them. He was disposable instantly. Yes. Because yeah. he was undercover, actually, for the mob. Right. For he the had a CIA listening or... device in his watch. Yeah. And I guess, I guess they knew because... They knew. They're like, hey, is that one of those waterproof watches? He's like, oh, what? And yeah, they... Murder ah, him. Sleep. Yeah. Strangle him. Bungee they cord. strangle him with a bungee cord. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they grab his expensive watch, expensive looking watch, and yeah. crush it in underneath their boot. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to CIA, CIA guys with the headphones on, just shaking their heads. Going, oh. oh. Not another. I keep killing. There's only one man who can take down this operation. Mm-hmm. Black Belt Jones, which is his actual name. Yes. Yeah. Black that's, Belt. Yeah. Black Belt Jones. But it, I mean, that's his given Christian name. When you see like parodies of movies or homages to this kind of movie, the intro of this movie is real. Yeah. I mean, because like he does that, he's like, "There's only one man that could do it." Black Belt Jones, and the music really like literally goes, and it like transitions over to he's sitting in the audience of some television show, which I I don't really understand. Was he supposed to be protection for this guy? I I think he was next up because they said like, okay, that was like Aztec social causes, and now we're gonna it was South American diplomats. Okay, whatever. But then he was like, and now African American studies coming up next, and. And no, his African dignitaries was was going to be like next week's show. I, I oh, don't, okay. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't, don't understand know. why. Yeah. May, may, he might have been Walter security. Cronkite was interviewing somebody. <laughs> it was yes, it, yeah. yeah. But he was and just Jim sitting Kelly there. Was the only black man in the audience? And watching. someone came over and was like, "Hey, something, something." And he's like, "Okay." Oh yeah, he goes yeah. outside. But apparently, murderers await outside. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess they're going after the South American dignitary or whoever was just talking mm-hmm. on TV, and mm-hmm. he's like, his black belt Jones sense is like, wait a second. Yep, because there's guys creeping around the car, and yeah, and it becomes kung fu fight in the parking lot, karate fight. Sorry, let's not mix up the two. Karate, yes, and but I mean, like he sneak, he runs up the back of a police car, lands behind the guy. Well, he does it in slow motion. Yeah, in, in slow motion, lands behind the guy. I think he takes one swing and it, and it freeze frames on the like face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's like. You know, Samuel Bronkowitz presents. <laughs> and then it's like Black Bell Jones all in this freeze frame. It's not really that, but yeah. I mean, it's it's a really good freeze frame. It stays oh. there for the title card. Yeah. yeah. This is one of the best credit sequences ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly. Like, just... Lots of freeze frames. It's the, it's the, the middle of a fight, and the freeze frames yeah. of him just wrecking dudes are... Yes. ...are slam all your credits on top of that. Yeah. And this is probably the first dozen crotch punches that we get in the movie. Oh. I mean, dude's crotches oh, are just getting obliterated. Yeah, he, also, he double taps one dude. Yes, he does. Also well, among know. the first dozen <laughs> defenestrations. Yep. Holy God. Because the first one is <laughs> really is... good. Because like two guys, he's, one guy's coming up to the front of him, and the other guy's sneaking around behind him, and he knows it, and just opens up the car door and lets the guy run into the car window mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then fights the guy in front of him. And, yeah. Yeah, and I think it freeze frames on all that, of course. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. He's doing awesome things. Yeah, he picks a dude up, smashes him onto the uh, windshield of a car. Mm-hmm. It's all around this one cop car, too. <laughs> Which is a yeah. good payoff. But he's just <laughs> beating the hell out of guys, and then the last one is running away, and he shoots him in the butt, and the guy just starts hopping around, grabbing his butt. But, but also, the, the South American dignitary has now come outside, and he's just kind of like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Sweet. 
They're all thumbs upping each other. And then there's like this kind of long shot of everybody slumped all over the car and the one guy hobbling in the background out of focus. And mm-hmm. he just walks to his car, gets in it, and drives off. Yep. And the payoff shot you were talking about is the cop, whoever's car, the cop that whose car this is, comes out with his cop, a cup of coffee. And he's just like, the fuck? The hell? <laughs> like, the hell never moves here? his copy. He's just kind of like, what? <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to fill out some forms. Yeah, the paperwork on this. Jesus. <laughs> Chief, yeah. all these guys died on my car. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I have no idea why he was there because he just drives off and leaves the dignitary yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Guy. Well, you know, left yeah, a warning so. to anyone else who was gonna come and kill those guys. It was just like, look yeah. at these pile of dead bodies I left. Yeah. And then the he C- was done. Yeah. Yeah. He just worked there was done. So after this, the CIA has you know he's gone to the CIA office, and the guy's like, we need you. You know, we've we've already sent three guys in. <laughs> And they've all been, you know, they've all been iced. And he's like, well, I'm not going to be number four. Yeah. yeah. I'm not stupid. And then he's like, well, what if we give you $100,000? He's like, uh, no, 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 still no. No. And eventually just shoots him down and like, well, Black Belt, we might need you later. Keep our number. <laughs> Call me. Yeah. yeah. Please respond. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you just pick up and phone and go CIA. Yeah. Oh, oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, at this point is when we're introduced to Pinky. Pinky. Who is kind of... Pinky has an awesome beard. He does. He has a massive awesome beard <laughs> to make up for his lackluster hairdo. Yeah, the best hair on him is his beard. The best hair in this movie is probably his beard. I don't know. Jim Kelly's fro is pretty damn sweet. It is. I mean, but it's it nothing we haven't seen before. Ah, This guy has an awesome beard. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, his, Jim Kelly's afro in this movie it's is kind like, of, it, it is it's perfect. kind of perfect. Like, I mean, it's, every yeah, shot, it's it not is, that yeah. like comically large. It's not that small. But it, it's like it's large enough that it's like it's, it's appropriately so, it's so it's big enough formed. that when they put a ski mask on his head later on, the ski mask looks makes him look like a cone head because yeah. it can't fit. I, I'm just saying it's one of the most perfectly formed, like perfectly yes. round, and it is perfectly though. groomed yes, throughout yes, the entire movie. Yes. It is never the only time it's even close to out of place is at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, but, yeah. but anyway, yeah, Pinky, Pinky, Pinky uh, he kind of runs the drug trade. He's he's kind of like under underneath the mob. Yeah, sort of. Because we're introducing by like three. We we think three hoods are coming in to rough up a legitimate establishment, mm-hmm. but they they do kind of have that Black Panther vibe going on because you know they look sort of you know militant like organized thing. And th- yeah, they come in and it's like yeah, you've been selling drugs and everything on the street. We're you know we're the Black College something something. Give us a donation. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're, they're just like you know, we're we're tired of your yeah. you know evil ways, and we're going to clean up the street. And this is the first time he comes in. And he's like, "You communist motherfucker!" Yeah, that's like his go-to. Yeah, everyone yeah. who's everyone. not with him is is a communist. By the way, the main the main like guy in this scene, the 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 guys breaking in is Isaac the bartender from the Love Boat. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, I thought yeah, I recognized. I thought him. Okay, yeah. yeah. So all right. But yeah, I mean, they very quickly get overpowered because he's got muscle and they sneak up mm-hmm. behind him and take the gun and everything. And they begin to threaten him with, let's fix your cavities. Yeah. They slam the one guy down on the pool table and like force his mouth open and Pinky's like lining up a shot that he's going to ram this cue ball into this guy's mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's when the doorbell rings. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, whatever. They have, a, they have a bell. Okay. I mean, to this club. I yeah. mean, it's a... I know. It's a ringer buzzer thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's Big Tuna. I don't know whatever the guy's Big name Tuna. is. Big Tuna. That is actually Big Tuna. Yeah. He's got a, a proper a, sure. Italian name. It doesn't matter. But they know. call him Big Tuna. But yeah, and he comes to the door and he's like, tell him it's me. We got to talk. And 
So they don't actually, we never find out what happens to these kids that broke in, but no, they just go away. Yeah. They just kick them in the butt. And here's plot of the movie. Get the hell out of here. We basically like, we need this. We're about to completely take over this area of land. It's always a land deal. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because they're going to put a community center there. Right. Yeah. Well, they're going to build a giant like civic center convention center thing yeah, there. Sure. make lots of money. And the only thing stopping us is this one plot of land, and that's where the Black Karate School is. Mm-hmm, yeah. Of right on Crenshaw. So we gotta we gotta you you deal with this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And this place is run by Scatman Crothers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Just Blackbird Karate School. Yeah. Run by Scatman it's, it's Crothers. Blackbird Karate. And Pop Bird is Scatman Crothers. <laughs> Is there any way that anyone believes that Scatman Crothers is capable of anything remotely relating to karate? No. Yes. Uh, no. Yes. Those who've seen Hong Kong food. Fui, yes, thank you. He's the number one super guy. <laughs> I think you forget this. <laughs> Fine. I'll give you that. Okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but he is, he's looking particularly old in this movie. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he looked old for like 30 yeah, years. He, he was born looking old. <laughs> yeah. But. Either way, he, he's he's not really running it. It's his assistant guy. I is that Quincy or which guy is that? No, uh, Quincy is the kid. Okay. Yeah. The Toppy. Toppy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We'll go with that. Toppy. Who is also the buddy in Chuck Turner. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, so he's the buddy in this one as yeah. well. But he's he's kind of running the place. He's a good buddy guy. Yeah. And then we get a, a wacky scene where Scatman Crothers is in the back and and Toppy, I guess, is like, mm-hmm. come up here and leave the class for a second. I got to see what's going on. And goes in the back. And Scatman Crothers is in the back with his lady friend. Um, I don't know her name. I don't either. I don't know if they ever say her name in the movie. They might not. Lucy. But Lucy? Okay, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, he's in the back with Lucy. And they're they're having a scene where she's doing the, you said you're going to marry me, but you're always out gambling. And, 15 and, years. And hoeing around and all this stuff. And, you know, and, and it's just, it's just, this is like one of the first scenes of many where, just the dialogue in this movie is so gold and unexpected. Like yeah. so many of these movies is very much like this is what I need to say in this scene. And you know, you jive talking, you know, like somebody wrote it and is like, you really don't get street, you know, ling- lingo here. Mm-hmm. But these guys are like really saying this and, it, and it's funny and unexpected and you never know what's going to come out of somebody's mouth. And yeah. it's, well, it's, it's almost fun. like a rehearsed routine. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of is. Yeah. Like some shtick. Yeah. Because it's basically you. You're out whoring and yeah. drinking, and you're not. Yeah, he's like care woman, and then like you know, and like the guy knocks on the door, and she's like, "Don't you let him in here? I gotta go get dressed." Yeah. And I mean, it's it's just fun and crazy, and and they're just going back and forth, like you yeah. know, you were she's making like, di- you were saying something different last night. You were woo, yeah, you were and moaning like, and groaning, like oh you, son. I will slap the black off of you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just gold. This scene is just gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was also in Truck Turner. Yep. Yeah, and it's I like mean, they brought everyone back. Sure. Truck Turner. Yeah, just hey guys, come on, you know we got this other movie. Let's go do that. Yeah, we said it was the same writer, right? So yeah, he probably was just like, I know the people. Yeah, mm-hmm. just get them in my movie. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. The point of the scene, I'm trying to remember what it is. Like, there really isn't. No, there's They're not just really. Like, there are a lot of scenes in this that occur simply because they need comic relief. Yeah, or felt like they needed comic relief. Well, they had to, they had to introduce Scatman. No, they had to introduce the. Well, they also had to introduce the, the fact that he's like you know he's got some. Issues, some yeah. moral mm-hmm. issues, and sure. mm-hmm. might possibly be in debt from gambling, whatever. Maybe. Yeah. So Maybe probably. he might be a scoundrel. Yeah. <laughs> he's not actually really running the school like he should mm-hmm. be. Nah. So yeah. maybe he's expendable. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh>. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. So. 
I don't know. That scene ends. And where does it go? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> that's when he goes. Uh, I, I think Jim Kelly stops by and he's like, "Hey, where's Pop?" And Pop's already left. No, no. Oh, no. This no, is when this is when Pinky comes in. Yeah. And and he's like, "I know, I know how I'm going to do this." Well, the scene before, he was like, "I know how to do this." The guy, okay. I, he, guy, I have an IOU on this guy. Yeah. Uh, he, he owes me a thousand dollars. Keep that in mind because yeah, he'll walk. He walks into the school and the students are all standing there and they're like. Yeah, you got to take your shoes off before you cross the mountain. He's like, whatever. Like, you don't you talk communist to me. ninjas. Yeah, you communist <laughs> communist ants. ants. He keeps referring yeah. to them as mm-hmm. ants. Yeah. and so they just start coming in, and then we get a Donnie Brook. Yeah, a karate, a karate Donnie, Donnie Brook. Yeah. Yep, a karate, a karate Brook. Brook. Yes. <laughs> yes, a Donnie Rate. <laughs> and yeah. it's just hijinks. Yeah, it's just guys like you know the the one fat guy is just kind of like he keeps trying to just like get out of the way and well, sit like, down he's the first one to get kicked in the face yeah it goes down immediately but like these feet are coming in off camera it's just like he's just center frame trying to sit down and then just foot just comes in and goes mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, then he's, he's all sweaty yeah he's just trying to yeah. the man's just trying to relax and get out of the fight for a second <laughs> right. well the, the best one is like he gets kicked and goes down first i think and then like there's a part where yeah, he's kind of like, he just picks his head up and kind of looks around like, fight still going on? And yeah, the foot to the face. <laughs> and then like one time later, he, he's made it all the way up into a chair where he's yeah. just like, oh, and then foot to the face. <laughs> no. Poor yeah. guy. A couple of them, it looked like he actually got kicked in the face. Might have. They were in very close quarters. I mean, this the set they're in is very small. Yeah. And they do a lot of fight scenes yeah. in there. There's like 20 people fighting. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know. This all kind of ends in the, in the Karate Kid's basically beat them back eventually i mean <laughs> uh, scatman crothers fights in this as well air quotes he there. throws a couple punches yeah i mean it's just like yeah. they, they they make it look like he's jumped in on the fight too and they fight everybody back and they're like yay get out of here never come back mm-hmm. and i think yeah. it's cut to later that night i mean yeah I, that that's when oh, oh we cut we cut to black belt jones hanging out at his beach house i oh, think that's right? right yeah and, and he's oh, he's got his trampoline party. Well, you just see like a dune. Yes. And then you just see like this head come over the dune, and then you see another head come over the dune. And it's like it's ladies in in like Star Trek spandex suits just mm-hmm. bouncing up and down. You're like, the hell's going on here? And then it's just Black Belt Jones hanging out, staring at them. You know, just like good, hanging yes, out. excellent. Maybe he's a gymnastics instructor in I his spare time. Think he just teaches trampoline. Could be. It's Jackie Treehorn's <laughs> house. Yes, that's that's the, the job <laughs> you can get it. Yeah. Yeah. But so he, black belt. Yeah, so his lady friend who's at the house gets a call and like snakes the phone down the balcony to him. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, oh, you guys need me? All right. All right yeah. He's getting called to action. Yeah. And so he gets there well, just as yeah. Scatman's leaving yeah, he gets to called, go well, he, to yeah, his he's, poker he, game. Yeah, he's like, hey, you know, I think we need to talk to Pop. You know, he, he's not really running the school very well. And plus some things happen. So you should mm-hmm. probably come talk to him. And yeah, he shows up and Scatman does the... Sneak out the back, essentially, yeah, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, you that pop. guy, he's a scoundrel." Yeah, and this is about the time Pinky has now come back, and it's night all of a sudden. Yeah, because yeah, they, they, they know that you. they know that he's coming back, yeah, right? Yeah, so they're just waiting for him. Oh yeah, I think that that's what they say. They actually are like, "Yeah, he's probably coming back, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay." <laughs> so yeah, they turn off all the lights, and Pinky and crew bust back in. Well, Pinky is has. Increased his crew. Oh, that's right. He, he had to go get the Bogarts. The Bogarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't bring the Bogarts in until after they got their asses kicked. In was it? Head. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. The light fight first. It was. Yeah. yeah it okay. was just the regular. Yeah, the, the regular. Yeah, because the Bogarts, Bogarts were not involved. That's in the, right. In the light. Oh, fight. that's right. Because the Bogarts showed up and they actually kind of won. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Because yeah, they kind of they go into lean on Scatman. Yeah. And he's basically you owe me eleven thousand dollars and he's like I only owed you a thousand. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? And he's like, well, we got interest. 
but we can wipe all that away if you just give us the building. And he's like, nah, nah, that, that's a bad idea. I'm not doing that. Yeah. And so they're like, all right, well, we're going to, we're going to beat the crap out of you then. And they kind of stand him up and the guy hits Scatman once mm-hmm. and Scatman's face freezes and he kind of slides down the wall. But that was that was even later, wasn't it? Yeah, that was after the light that was, fight. That was after the well, light they, fight. They, I, they were supposed to be happening about the same time. Were they? Yeah. Timeline-wise, so it really okay. doesn't matter where they showed up in the scene. It was, it was all that night. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the one, well, they they end up killing them. And they're just like, oh, what the fuck are we going to do? Right. And that's when they go over there, I guess, to figure out what they're going to do at that yeah, place. Yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, they. Because then they go to look for Sydney. Like, it's always like, yeah, I'm not selling the club. It's Sydney's. Yeah. And they were assuming no, I think guy. they went in there to mess the place up first, and then okay. later well, they were well, like... Pinky wasn't with them for the light fight, I don't think. I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, okay. he was. Because he's in charge, and he was yelling yeah, at everybody. He, he pretty much went important along for details. all the rides. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly Whatever. important details. Wait a minute, there's a, there's a scene that's that we keep calling the light fight, which what what happens is, is that... Uh, well, yeah, Jim Kelly and Toppy are like, we should go get Pop, and, and he's like, well, wait a second, Pinky's coming back, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just wait for him. Yeah. So they do. They wait until it's dark. They start to break in. There's a scene where they're like, let's bust the door. And they're like, yeah, and alert everyone in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. just get in there. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> so they, they come in and it's dark and it's just all this comical, like, dubbed in jokes. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, what do we got? Why don't you turn the light on? No, I don't know. And, you know, it's. And then, and like. Jim Kelly tells his buddy, turn on the light every three seconds. Yeah. And then turn it off for three seconds and then turn it on for another three. Yeah. So it just becomes this comical scene of. Lights come on, Jim Kelly kicking everyone's ass, lights go back off, and all the bad guys are just like, I got him. No, that's me. Let go. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot. Ow. You shot me, boss. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. Just like jokes. Mm -hmm. And it's just just this constant like three seconds of light, and Jim Kelly is like, he snatched a hat off one dude. Yeah, he's wearing his hat off that one guy. And then in the next shot, he puts it back on the guy. Mm-hmm. He's having fun. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's like a Three Stooges thing. Yeah, yeah, Jim Kelly's having a lot of fun. And then finally, one guy just gives up and runs through the window <laughs> in the front. Yes. So he's like, "Fuck it, I'm getting out of here." <laughs> Self so, defenestration. So was, that, counts, was that supposed to be a joke? Because somebody said something like, "It's awfully quiet in here. Why don't we let the dogs out?" Yeah. Was that supposed to be like Jim Kelly or Toppy saying that? And might have been. I couldn't. And there was, was just, just like, one oh, of those fuck, du- dogs are coming. Yeah, it right was just one of those. Yeah, dubbed in jokes. I couldn't write. I heard that line. I was like. Did they mean that, like, we need to run away? Like, right. that's code for run away? Maybe, because I, as soon as someone said no it, idea. they took the fuck off and <laughs> broke through the door. And then, man, Toby comes out and is just laughing his ass off. It's just oh, yeah. the best thing he's ever seen. And he keeps, like, high-fiving yeah, Jim Kelly. Like, and doubled over laughing. God, he is just going off with laughter. Just, he is thrilled. He's mm-hmm. just pleased as punch. Wouldn't you be? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All he had to do was flip the light on and off. Mm-hmm. Jim Kelly had all the light work. switch rave back there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, in in the scene going on at some point around this time is when they've, they've <laughs> somehow killed, killed Scatman Scat with one punch. And I think he hit his head on the wall or something. Maybe, I don't know. but yeah. that the, guy punched the bejesus out of him, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was wailing on yeah, poor old Scatman. Scatman weighs oh, six pounds. Scatman's a karate instructor. <laughs> he should. He was. No, he should know how to take a punch. Yeah, but. Yeah, but <laughs> Like Come on, 95 man. years old and a prize fighter <laughs> knocked his block off. But the comical way they do it of just this sort of like frozen face that Scatman yeah. makes, I'm like, he's 
faking this because it, what's really right. strange is like two seconds after they determine he's dead, they they do it by just touching him. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh shit, he's dead!" And it's like, "Well, no." That yeah, they it, poke him in the chin. It's like you're not going to notice any difference that soon after mm-hmm. you've killed the man. So yeah, but either yes. way, but yeah, cut they're two. like, "He's dead." Shit, now what? <laughs> yeah. Now, God, we got to get Sydney to yeah. give the place up. Yeah, so I think he goes to see the dawn. Yes. And has that scene Furry Don. where he's basically just like, Look, I'm sorry, we accidentally killed the guy, but we're gonna get we're gonna get the place. We need to find the yeah. Sydney guy. They oh yeah, because this know. is when Pinky tells him, I'm gonna bring in some bogarts. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like how are you yeah, gonna handle this? I'm gonna bring in some bogarts. Yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna say what they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they are they have a they have a pet name for Bogarts <laughs> yeah. uh, that is not Bogarts and Pinky is pleased as punch well, when he yeah, says yeah, it too. Yeah, he's yeah, like, Don's like, What's Bogarts? And <laughs> Pinky tells him. He goes Treacherous N words, yes. and they're all kind of like, oh, oh yeah, all right, okay. oh, yeah, all right, then, yeah, bring them in. And then uh, Big Tuna's like, either the Don, whichever one it is, is like, ah, I think you're pretty treacherous. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, yeah thanks, some kind thanks, of guy. thanks, boss. <laughs> but he's also been made to walk through the sprinklers because the Tuna has instructed him beforehand. He's like, don't ever walk on the left side of the dock. Only he walks there and. So he has to walk in the grass while the sprinklers are running. Yeah. So you're seeing like the sprinklers tag in his pants. <laughs> and he keeps looking down like, oh man, yeah. my pants. Which which pays off in the next scene once all the uh, all the treacherous Bogarts show up <laughs> because they're all like, all right, we're here, and they're all hugging and high fiving. And then the one guy grabs him, like picks him up, Junebug. Yeah, and then puts him <laughs> down and is like, the fuck are you all wet? Why are your pants wet? <laughs> And then he just walks on, like, as they're all leaving the scene. He smells his hands, He too. smells yeah. his hands and yeah. kind of looks at the camera and Man. shakes his head and keeps going. <laughs> I just, I will never tire of a character in these movies named Junebug. Because someone always says, where's Junebug? And oh, he's like the meanest one, too. Yeah. He's the biggest, meanest one. There's even a better one later that will get oh, <laughs> yeah, a better yeah. random name. <laughs> but <laughs> Sorry. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. But- um yeah, so Pinky's got his crew now. Yeah, yeah. but they also have to be, have the three day long funeral oh, for, for Papa Bird. Yeah, uh, which starts out in the karate school. Yeah, so they. Well, I think they have a viewing or something. Yeah, it's, somewhere. The, it's a viewing in the karate school. Maybe and it's in the karate school. And all the karate kids are. Well, they pan across and like there's this there's a choir, the ugliest choir you have ever laid eyes on. Really not good either, like singing wise. Well, but yeah, I've never seen this. I've never seen this kind of choir in the wild. Well, <laughs> but they, wild. <laughs> but the there's one woman on the end who sort of half shouts mm-hmm. the next line for the choir. So she she shouts a line, yep. and then the choir sings it, yep. and then she shouts the next line, and then call and the response, choir's... man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but is. Does that actually happen? Sure. It's okay. 70s oh, yeah. karaoke. Yeah, that's how it worked. They oh, okay. Screens. All right. They yeah. didn't, didn't, didn't yeah. have the screens. Yeah. But like, like the camera pans across this room, and you've got the choir, and you're like, oh. Ugly. And then you get to the Karate Kids, and they are all just slowly doing routines. It's almost tied the casket, but... It's, it's like... Okay, it's respectful in a way, but it's also the goofiest fucking thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Because then, like when they're doing the viewing, when they're walking up one at a time to look at Scat Crothers, they're doing these routines to him, just all of the hand motions and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, guy, move on. The next guy would just like to come and pay his respects. I 
it's a good funeral scene. It's no Truck Turner pimp funeral. No. But then again, is. few things on this planet sure. ever match that sort of majesty. Yeah. But but then like day but two, it's they still go pretty out. Good. Yeah, they go out to <laughs> they go out to the actual cemetery to bury the man. And like the somewhere in the scene is a New Orleans funeral march band mm-hmm. playing. Yes. We never see them, but they're there. You can hear them. Uh, Why hire them when you put them on the soundtrack? <laughs> Yeah, but then you've also got. The, I think Harlow, you were the one who said it. They were giving a twenty-one fist salute. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I didn't say it, but yes, that's basically what <laughs> it was. Oh, it was okay. Like, yeah. The karate guys were all in. Yeah. Um, they're all in just formation, all in formation with yeah. the fist out, and just. <laughs> and Jim Kelly is leading them. Yes, mm-hmm. because he's leader. Well, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Pain your But this is finally when Gloria Hendry shows up as Sydney. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, oh, the, that's his. This, this is why we said it's like a three-day-long funeral because while they're at the cemetery proper, like out on the ground, he hands his, the picture to the CIA guy. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, Papa Bird had a daughter. His name's Sid- her name's Sydney. She's we in think New York. she's in New York. He's like, that's a big place. He's like, well, can you find her? <laughs> Cut <Okay>. to. <laughs> Cut to like, she shows up. Yeah. Yeah. And she says like, since I've been here and have watched all this funeral stuff, I, <laughs> I've come to learn things about the, you and this place. And mm-hmm. yeah. It, what, what it boils down to is, is Jim Kelly's like, all right, sends Quincy to basically he's like take her to the take her to the hotel well she starts asking questions and just take her say, yeah she's, she's like, like who's right, pinky yeah who's pinky let's go meet him yeah. Let, let's take care of this and Black he's Bell's like nah he's like this is a horrible idea because mm-hmm. he knows nothing about her but no. he knows pinky well I think what, on like, one hand like, he's trying to protect her keep her out yeah. of danger it's like no we're gonna take you back to your hotel and you're just gonna wait there and yeah he's like I we'll, we'll talk about this yeah and she's like nah 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 <laughs> so of course as soon as she gets in the car with Quincy who's like the He's like the little brother character kind of. Yeah. You know, he's he totally in love like with her at this point one. though, already. Oh, yeah. He's just like, Oh, whatever you say, Sydney, I will mm-hmm. I will do. And so he's driving her through the town. She's like, Hey, uh, where did where's Pinky's place? He's like, I don't know, I'm not supposed to take you there. <laughs> and somehow he ends up just driving to it anyway. <laughs> right by it. Right by it, because you see the sign that says Pinky's place. <laughs> well she he's, she says, Just just drive me by there. Just just ride me by there. Well, she's she kind of scooted over, over to him, and yeah, yeah. he's like, Dill. The advantage of bench seats yeah. back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. But yeah, and he's like, Ooh, Chuck says good. wistfully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, they drive by, and she's we like, all miss she's like stop. And he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'll be back. He's like, no, <laughs> no. we should go. No. Okay. But yeah, so she goes downstairs mm-hmm. and walks in and is just like, hey, where's Pinky? Which one of you is Pinky? They're like, you well, your- well, first of all, they all come out like one by one to check her out. They're all yeah. just like, a lady is in our place. Mm-hmm. And then she says something like, where's Pinky? And they yeah. they immediately turn ugly. Yeah, they're like, like, bitch, you get, get the hell out of here. Yeah. And then she says something awful. <laughs> well, no, for, first, she slowly takes off her shoes. Yeah. And then kind of like undoes a few buttons on her dress, I guess, to give herself extra mobility. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then says the awful line, which I, I don't know. 70s man 70s it, yeah. yeah just whatever she says i'm gonna make you look like a sick gay man yeah, yeah. sure <laughs> yeah. Gay man. but in horrible homosexual slur <laughs> yeah. slang yeah. We're yeah. Like, damn oh okay <laughs> like it caught us all over Whoa. like damn and the guy's like fuck you yeah. and then yeah. she promptly <laughs> beats the crap out of him i think it hurt and us more than it hurt that guy the guy yeah. was just like uh. you bitch yeah, but we're yeah. like, whoa, whoa. like, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know the rules of the elevation of the of the <laughs> name calling? You took it. It's like, holy God. Yeah. But yeah, then she just starts proceeding to uh, and kick for, everyone's ass. And Gloria Hendry's selling it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
much better than TNT Jackson ever did. Yes. I absolutely wholeheartedly 100%. Yeah. And yeah. they and they're and because this guy filmed Enter the Dragon, he knows how to shoot it around her maybe not knowing everything, right. but still knowing how to make it look good and helping the other stuntmen sell it. It's well choreographed. She looks like she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Things look like they connect and it flows. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. What else do you want in a fight scene? Mm-hmm. I mean, it does look a little too choreographed, a little bit, like as she sort of flows from one guy to the next. But yeah, but whatever. She's still, kicking their it looks asses. Awesome. It's fantastic. She's chopping dudes in the neck. Yeah, and lots more nut shots. Yeah, yeah. just kicking dudes in the nuts. Cause... Grabbing a dude in the nuts, getting that crunch sound. <laughs> That's yeah. always not a good sound. Yeah. yeah, and then she just kind of leaves him bloody and bruised, and they sh- and she's like, "I'm going to ask you one more time. We're speaking." He's like, "He's, He's not, not here." <laughs> So she just walks over, slips her shoes back on, and, and yeah. leaves. It says, yeah. tell him Sydney was here. Yeah, tell yeah. him Sydney was here. And so, meanwhile, the kid has been watching, like he's because it's a downstairs place. Yeah. So he's been watching through the window going, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he calls Black Belt Jones. He's like, you're not going to believe this. She's crazy. <laughs> She's so good. She kicked all her asses. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, we're at Pinky's place. It's, it's crazy. That's awesome. He's like, oh, for God's sakes. He's like, all right, I'm coming. I'm coming to see her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's also a conversation with the guys who just got the shit beat out of them where they're like, Sydney's a chick and she kicked her ass. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. He comes Pinky back. Is not yeah. Happy yeah, he happy because he's come back with the yeah, uh, tre- treacherous Bogarts. Right. He, he comes in with those guys and they all just sort of come to the door like in this weird like formation and pose and it's like, the fuck happened here? Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, Sydney's a chick and she beat her ass. Because they're all still laying on the yeah, pool table. Yeah, they're all just like, no. beat to hell. <laughs> And he's yeah. like, you sons of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, Black Belt Jones goes and fetches goes, Sydney. Yeah, goes to see her. Yeah. Then they go to dinner. Yeah. Or or they do, they, yeah, I guess he does take her out to dinner. He takes her to the beach. He's, they're at their, his house. No, no. Oh, that's right. He is. Yeah. Yeah, because he's got the wine out. And, yeah. Well, they go for a walk and, down and the street, talking. and then they go to his house. And, yeah. But meanwhile, of course, because he's gone, that means all the treacherous Bogarts <laughs> and Pinky... <laughs> Are coming to the house. Are, co- are, coming, are coming to the dojo. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "All right, you guys kicked ours last time, but we got you got to understand something. Mm-hmm. He owed us forty one thousand dollars." We're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, not only that, it's like he, he they've, they've, he's up the IOU to forty one thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's but it has from one one thousand eleven thousand now forty one thousand because you. I never think it was originally a hundred dollars. It might no, have been. I think it was a thousand dollars. The fact I, that I, he, no, I think maybe. it actually started out as a hundred dollars, and then he was like, "No, I think he owes me a thousand dollars." Actually, owed him a coke. And yeah, owed him a z- <laughs> added a zero it to was the really IOU. Just a jinx bet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's funny is that you never see the piece of paper with the numbers on it, but you could picture what he's adding right. to he's it like, each time. He's like, adds four, a one, yeah. and then makes Ooh, that one I a make four. That one a four. I could have made it a seven. And what's great is he comes in, and this is like minutes after he's left his place, and comes in, and then. Not only does he owe me $41,000, but he owes me $125,000 in damages that, that Sydney just did to my place yeah, and, then, and like $50,000 in medical bills. Yeah, he adds I got it up, that blue cross. <laughs> he adds it up to $250,000. Yeah, it's like, what? Yeah, and, he's, and so he's basically like, you can pay us the $250,000 or you can just give us the building and we won't worry about it anymore. Yeah. yeah. I forgot that was actually the original shakedown that Big Tuna did to him. Was mm-hmm. yeah. you've been skimming off the top and you owe a million dollars. And then he was like, yeah. but then you can give us half. I mean yeah. two hundred and fifty that's like, well, that's not yeah. half. Yeah. <laughs> that's not <laughs> yeah, math. But, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. So that's where he came up with this magical number. Right. Like now they owe him <laughs> yeah. or he can give you the building. Right. Yeah. 
So they they fight again and they just whip their asses because there's no Black Belt Jones or Scatman Crow. Oh, they beat the hell out of these guys. Yeah, yeah. Even the even the sidekick guy who had been all right, yeah, Toppy just gets gets picked up and chucked. He's like the first one. He's yeah, yeah. Well, he's the first one, and then the second one is the big the big giant guy Junebug (laughs) picks some dude up, throws him onto a trampoline, and the dude's head gets lodged in the ceiling. (laughs) Yep, and we never see that guy again. (laughs) That is so great. I would have loved to have seen a shot like as they were walking out where the guy was still just <laughs> legs. Like, yeah. I thought it even better to like dangling. Um, like, the I wanted back and some forth. glimpse of that. I was so mad that there was no glimpse of that throughout the rest of the scene. Oh. Yeah. There are so many little moments that happened in this movie where we're just like, wait, what? <laughs> like totally not conventional fight moments or lines of dialogue or anything. They just yeah. they come at you suddenly. It's just like, oh, mm-hmm. and that was one of them where it's just like bounce a guy off a trampoline head through the ceiling. Yeah. But yeah, but the but the is treacherous it, Bogarts just beat the holy hell out of all of them. Is this also the one where Jelly is just sumoing the guy against the oh, wall? Oh yeah, yeah, he's doing the the belly <laughs> he's belly bumping. Yeah, and the guy's just like oh, like <laughs> just can't get out of yeah. it. It's like, dude, just step aside. You can stop this. And then finally, bonks him on the head with something. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> oh so, yeah, that's right. He does the the full arm swing around. Yeah, yeah. bop, bop on, the on the top of the head. Yeah, and then they go field mouse. Yeah, so eventually they go. All right. You're gonna pay us that money, and the ins- and the insurance we need is we're taking this little guy. So they take the little brother guy, <laughs> Quincy. Quincy. Yeah, yeah, they just pick him up. Th- the guy just holds him under his arm <laughs> like arm a briefcase, grabs him, <laughs> and just walks out with him. That guy, by the way, used to be a professional wrestler. Oh, okay. Semi-professional wrestler. That yeah, oh. makes sense. Aren't we all though? Earl yeah. Maynard. <laughs> oh, Earl. yeah. So they call Black Belt, and they're like, "Dude, <laughs> they got Quincy. They beat the hell out of everyone." They want 250 grand. You got to get down here. And he's like, oh, hell. Damn. So as he's hanging up the phone, he's just like, he's like telling, he's telling Gloria Henry, he's like, why don't you clean up those dishes for me? I'll be back in a little bit. Yeah, because he's suiting up. He's he's opened yeah. up his briefcase and he's got a gun in there. And he, yeah, he, he's, he's getting already ready on to the head phone out. with the CIA. Yeah. He's like, she's like, I'm coming with you. Like, yeah. no, you're nah, no, you're not. Why don't you just do these dishes? And we're like, ooh. Yeah, like, this is not going to end well. Harsh, Black Belt Jones. So she reaches over, pulls out the gun, and just shoots up the table. The the dishes shatters everything. Yep. She just goes, they're done. <laughs> yep. So, and he's like, damn, woman. Yeah. All right, fine. I guess you got to come with me. You have a gun mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So they go to the CIA and like, all right, yeah. You remember about getting in that winery? Let's go ahead and do that. And now the dude's like, nah, no. <laughs> yeah. Because he's the like, guy I was need... offering him 100000 yeah. before to do it. And he's like, I need an extra $55,000. And he's like, for what? And he's like, expenses. And he's like, oh, no, Black Belt Jones, you no. get the hell out of here. No way. He's like, I also need a team. Yeah. He's like, well, I can get you the team. But he's like, no, I want my own team. And yeah. I need $55,000 to make it happen. I guess the guy was like, all right. Because well, now he goes back to his trampoline Jackie Treehorn party out of the beach. And he's like, all right, ladies, I got a plan. You want to make some money? And he's, I guess he's talking to the lead one, because apparently this is like an act. Like, they've actually been practicing some act on the trampoline. There's a coach mm-hmm. and three students. Yeah, the coach comes up, and, and, and he's like, how would you like to make, make some easy money? Like, $1 or $5,000 for a day. Yeah. And, and they're like, and she's like, what? And she's like, let me get everyone. And she's like, Justine, Cody, Christy, and Pickles. <laughs> Nope. That was the best like random fucking name because it's like it's like if they all had stupid names, fine. But it's like Joni, Aaron, you know, Crystal, <laughs> Jennifer, Pickles, Pickles. <laughs> she was my favorite one too. 
I don't even know which one she was, but she was the best. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Pickles. there's a goddamn montage, a training montage of the stupidest shit. Like, mm-hmm. here's how a Polaroid camera works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you aim oh, it, oh. and you push and this button. And the picture comes out. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the picture's here, and you And then you see? shake it like this. You shake it. Mm-hmm. You shake it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But this all pays off later. Oh, it does, but it's because just... Because they actually use the moves that they're learning yeah. in their little mission. But when you're watching it, you're like, what the hell are they training mm-hmm. for? This is the goofiest thing. I still don't understand what the one move is. Like, they've got that little stunt trampoline that they're going to bring along with him and he unfolds it all and then he's like karate chop and it folds back up and they're like ah. he's showing them how it goes together and then comes apart i know yeah. but it was they were all like mm-hmm. they they used karate it, chop it right here they it's, used it because the one chick had to jump up and i understand spray why the foam i understand why they used it i'm just saying like the move where he karate chops it in his, and they're all like oh oh, oh yes, yes. Okay. that's yeah. very handy but yes so this begins assault on the vineyard yes mm-hmm. where they all they're all wearing black. Yeah, they all ninja suit up. Yep. yep, and they all have black ski masks, even though it's the middle of the day. Noon. High noon. Yeah. <laughs> the brightest time of the day. Pretty much. And like all the all the bigwigs, all the big mafia bigwigs are coming over for a spaghetti dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, I, you know. Just eating it in the grossest way, too. But And their gar- the, the guard squad at this place uh, are the most out of shape, balding, furry-faced dudes in t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all look like extras from Napoleon Dynamite. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like I can imagine them being in the background. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just, a bunch of them. Oh yeah. yeah, because Jim Kelly just does a lot of spin kicks on these assholes. Yeah, they're basically silently creeping up to this place, taking out all the mm-hmm. guards mostly silently. And then the plan is, they spray whatever that spray was onto the alarm bell. Yep, neutralized. Never yet, yeah, never came up exactly what that did or what mm-hmm. it was. Killed just, it. It happens. There was a jumping sequence. Well, one guy almost set off the alarm. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't really happen. Though. Yeah. But, but then the other it. plan with the Polaroid is, is they jump up and snap <laughs> a picture in front of the security camera and then jump up again and put the Polaroid right in front of the camera. The <laughs> yep. perspective yeah, picture. Because totally works. Thing. Uh, yes. I'm sure that picture mid, yeah. mid jump was going to be perfectly clear like it was. Hey, Polaroids, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if you, you you have a little pause at the apex. Right. You know, you and pause. Polaroids click. were super fast shutter feet. They were they awesome. Oh, yeah. They were. Fast enough. Yeah. yeah. Fast enough for a fucking blurry 70s piece of shit Look, yeah, TV and camera. Pickles was a highly trained trampoline yeah. Polaroid artist. You oh, saw that I'm montage. sorry. I will not sully the, the photography Pickles skills knew. of Pickles. You really Pickles knew what the hell Pickles was doing. My man. sweet Pickles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do not sully the name I, of Pickles. I take it all back. So. Sully Pickles was her grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta throw them out yeah. when they get sully. No. <laughs> so they get inside and they get to Basically, where the movie started, where they had killed that dude and and sunk the money into one of the vats, and yeah. him because yeah. they put him in the vat too. Yeah, yeah. because well, they the his shoe, shoe yeah. is on top of the on top of the money chest when it when it comes back up. Yeah, because Jones empties out the shoe and is just like, "Huh, a shoe," and <laughs> just yeah. tosses it aside. But so they he and Gloria Henry take all the money mm-hmm. and they take the MacGuffin photos, I guess. Yes, mm-hmm. and as they're taking off. As they're trying to get out, the Polaroid, the wind has blown it so that only the corner of it's covering. And so the mafia guy looks at, is just, who happens to be glancing over at the, at the camera, goes, oh, crap. Yeah. And sees them running through the courtyard. So he sends everyone out there, to which Jim Kelly just goes, all right, I'm going to beat the hell out of more dudes again. Mm-hmm. And does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Gloria Henry gets to hit a couple of them. 
she kind of does. Way. There, there's a few she chops at. There's yeah. this one guy who I swear is knocked out at least twice, and Jim Kelly just keeps attacking him for no reason. I mean, mm-hmm. he is just slumped over in a corner, and because Jim Kelly is doing a, a two-man assault, on, he just keeps attacking this unconscious guy, who then later runs out like he's a badass. Is just like, mm-hmm. I'll get him this time, punch. You know, <laughs> got to teach him a lesson. Yeah, yeah. So they get away. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So now Blackfoot Jones has the money, and he takes the two hundred. He's going to take the two hundred fifty thousand dollars to Pinky mm-hmm. and get back uh, Quincy. Takes the money and then and basically like immediately like here's the money and they're like, no, nah, we're gonna kill you. And he's mm-hmm. like, uh, I just want my man back. Here we go. Here's the money. Yeah. No, no, yeah, we're, this we're, was we're, the deal we made. We're, we're yeah. fed up with you. And it's like, okay. And then they they start to hit him and he, and he's like, you fight back and we're we're gonna kill him. Yeah, yeah, because they got a shotgun on yeah. Quincy. And. Gloria Hendry comes in. Yeah, she's just kind of sneaking in, like, because she doesn't, you know, I guess she's just like, her sense is like, what's up? Why isn't this working? Right. Mm-hmm. Black Bill Jones is now having to basically get the crap beat out of him, but yeah. it's like, he's fighting back a little bit. A little bit, but then remembers, oh yeah. shit, I'm not supposed to, otherwise mm-hmm. they're going to shoot Quincy. But yeah, Gloria Hendry sneaks in and just beats the hell out of shotgun guy mm-hmm. to the point where she takes the shotgun and beats him with that. Yep. Yes. And <laughs> throws him into like, three of the dudes for the 710 split mm-hmm. and they fall over and then black black belt jones is like oh i can fight now and then beats up the other guys yeah and he tells her get the hell out of here yeah and so she, she and quincy, quincy run, run out yeah. and then like just suddenly jim kelly's coming at us in slow motion and we're like "Ooh, <laughs> what's about to happen yeah. and you just see like this one guy this one like groggy guy like <laughs> black belt jones just comes at him and kicks him and you can't really see any kind of stunt wiring or anything that's going on, yeah. but this guy is flying backwards through the air he and must not be really running backwards as fast as he can while flailing his arms. Maybe. I don't know how they do it because he's not descending at any point. Yeah. He is just being pulled straight back through this window, <laughs> and yeah. you know the nineteenth defenestration of this movie. Yeah. Well, soon to be approached by sure a dozen more because <laughs> right. he, they, he gets outside in the train yard, and suddenly there's all sorts of dudes there. And it and they kind of surround him. They're like thirty dudes. Yeah, and we're thinking it's going to be like, holy crap! Yeah, he's going to take on like thirty guys and beat the crap out of them. But it doesn't quite work out that way because he runs into a train car. Very smart. Which is a really smart move because they all have to file in through one entrance, mm-hmm. and yeah. they can't all it's a small aisles. They yeah. can't get up to him, so they have to come yeah. at him one by one. It's it's the smartest way to set up a dudes fight you one on one type situation. Mm-hmm. And so, like, each one just comes charging at Black Belt Jones, and each one goes flying out a new window. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, he's <laughs> basically... every window in this train. Yeah, he's basically just going down the train, just kicking another guy through each window yeah. in this train. And finally, that last guy... Yeah, what is that guy's name? The big dude? The, is that the wrestler think, dude we're talking about? No, this, they, no the wrestler dude was one of the... This guy looks like Malcolm Jamal Warner on steroids, yeah, basically. Yeah, this was just... He's he huge. was one of the yeah. original crew, but he yeah. was the biggest guy. But he just... They kind of... They both kind of look at each other, and the guy's like... Mm. No, yeah, no. he's like, no, nah. no, I don't, no. I don't want to. And Black Belt's just like, all right. all right. He kind of turns and gives him one last look, and he's like, all right, yeah. And yeah. then the guy starts to go for him, and then you just kind of hear off camera like, <laughs> and then you see him kind of yeah, come through the window, head smash through the right. last window that yeah. was left, yeah. And then he walks off. Yeah. And now, and now there's a scene where Pinky has now gotten the money, and he's got, he just got away. Like he got the sack of money and was like, yeah, beat him, beat him up. I'm leaving. I'm going to take this to the mm-hmm. mafia guys. Mm-hmm. So he shows. Before, well, right before he shows up, Jim Kelly calls on the phone and he's like, hey, he starts doing kind of like this weird voice. He's just like, yeah. hey, give me Big Tuna. Yeah, this is a friend. I got I got some information that he might need. He's like, 
So Pinky's going to be coming and bringing you some money, but take a good close look at it. It's your money. He's paying you with your money. That's all. Mm-hmm. Bye. Click. Yeah, and he he's just doing, said, I owe the Don a favor. Yeah, I owe the Don a favor, so here it is. And he's in a phone booth, and like the entire dojo is now outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he comes outside, and he, like throws his hands over his head, and he's like, we did it. Let's go to McDonald's. <laughs> and they all go, it's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, if the movie had frozen the frame right there and ended, it would have been perfect. Uh, just absolute best ending ever. It. Just be like, what? <laughs> McDonald's. That would have been the most nope. brilliant commercial of yes. all time. An 80-minute commercial for McDonald's with uh-huh. karate kicking and Gloria Hendry. <laughs> and racism, <laughs> homophobia. Yeah. Yeah. This is just oh, terrible. so great. Buy some fries. But no, so now <laughs> Pinky shows up to the to the mafia guys, and he's like, hi, yeah, I got your money, $250,000, right? No, no, they've come to Pinky's place. Did they? Yeah, because Pinky, yeah. this is in their pool hall. Okay. Because uh, Big Tuna, you know, throws oh, a right. ball right. in his yeah, mouth at right. one point. But <laughs> Yeah, but he looks at it, and he's like, yeah, you screwed yeah. us. Now, you know, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to break your teeth with cue balls. And right. He's like, mm-hmm. Black Belt Jones screwed me. And he's like, what? And he makes <laughs> makes this dumb cartoon face like, oh, <laughs> and holds it for like 10 seconds mm-hmm. and just like, huh. Okay. So this is when they decide, all right, well, we need to go after Black Belt. Yeah. But before that, there's a scene of Black Belt and Gloria Hendry just frolicking on the beach. And it's weird because they're playing well, basically, the song. Uh, they're playing music that feels like it should be over the closing credits. Yeah. Well, it, basically, he's like, you know, before you leave, because like they're they're convinced this is over. You yeah. Know, they mm-hmm. they framed they framed Pinky for this, and this is over. Right. And he's like, before you leave, uh, you and me, uh, we should get we should get together. And she's like, what? <laughs> what the what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And and he's like, well, I don't know. I was just I saying, just, you know, it's the end of the movie. I thought yeah. maybe we should have a romance now. And she's like, no. Yeah. How about no? And 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 then she basically challenges him to fight her with karate in order fight to... Fight me for my vagina. Yeah, basically. basically. Yeah, it's like, if you want this, you have to take it. And you couldn't handle my cookie anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it would kill you. Right. And Well, Those she backhands him hard. A couple times, yeah. Uh, uh, twice. And he's like... Wait, what? what the hell has happened? I just asked if you, if you don't want to, you this just is, say no. This is the seventies. I'm allowed to just come right out and say this I just, shit. It's a simple <laughs> question, Norm. I mean, you know, it's yeah. But then, like, Black Belt Jones has already like been kind of sexist before, and now it's like, let's fuck up everybody at the, at the beach's day because during this little montage of like frolic slash fight through the beach, yeah. First, they're running down and and like they're kind of fighting right in front of a whole bunch of people and there's some people behind like should we be doing something like is, is that man beating up a woman like it really looks like they're seriously concerned behind him where they're like yeah the shit is going on he's chasing her and they're fighting and this doesn't look good and then they just kind of come upon this hippie guy who's sitting there with his guitar like hey man yeah I'm just, just playing just playing chilling sugar magnolia man it's cool and then they pick up his guitar and smash it and fight with it sort of and then he like hand it back, hand to, hand him. back to him snatches it out of his oh, yeah. hands yeah. and then they, so rude and then they hands it back to him and he's just like I'm over man yeah my guitar <laughs> it was my only possession <laughs> and then there's a shot of a guy with balloons walking towards a large group of children and all the children are like yay balloon guy best ever and Glory Hendry takes cover behind the blue yeah. man, forcing, not forcing, but <laughs> encouraging Black Belt Joes to go, ha, 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 and pop all the balloons, to which the balloon guy's yeah. like, son of a bitch, and all the kids are like, oh, 
but they have no time to deal no. with this. They they're still on to the next thing. Take off and run to the next thing, which is a tent on the beach where apparently there's a a, a nice couple inside having some love making. Yeah, who run out screaming when they enter the tent. Run out screaming naked. <laughs> yes. yes, running down the beach, and then uh, they they kind of they, yeah they sort of fight in the tent, and then he goes ha to the tent pole, <laughs> and then like it collapses on him, and then it's like I've defeated you because I've captured you in a tent, and mm. now off screen we're going to have the sex and then he smooches. slides yeah. right inside because <laughs> he well, falls on whoa. her and she's like whoa <laughs> pretty much and then pretty much it's like and the sex happens yeah. mm-hmm. and now we're walking on the beach yeah. yeah and it's just weird that it becomes pinball summer for about three <laughs> yeah. minutes yeah. it does where it's like what the hell black boat yeah. don't you just ruined everybody's day yeah all these people are now mad at you <laughs> you're a jerk everyone on this beach is now <laughs> yeah. sadder because of you yeah i award you no points <laughs> But then, like, the next day, he's jumping rope in his living room, and she's walking around in, in a shirt, in his shirt, and she throws him off of his rhythm, and he makes a face like, God, you're still here. <laughs> Just, what? <laughs> why, why Why aren't you back in here? Yes. And then he gets a phone call, yeah. because, well, he first he hears car doors mm-hmm. slamming, because, like, they've rolled up three cars, and they all have to get out of different doors, so he's like... Well, what's going on? And looks out and sees him, and he's like, "We, we got to go," mm-hmm. but not before like they make <laughs> they make the fat guy climb up on the uh, telephone pole again to call him. I, I don't know why. What's this? Jelly? Yeah, and they make him climb up there. And um, they do that to them to him yeah, like four times. Yeah, yeah. they do. Mm-hmm. Like, the largest man on yep. screen get has there, to climb up a telephone pole. Tap into that. Phone. Basically, they call and threaten him, and like they they take off. Oh, oh, he's not. They're not done <laughs> yet. Running everyone's day because oh, no. they run outside. And there's a couple loading up a surfboard on top of a, uh, a fastback Mustang. Yeah. But before they get to the car, uh-huh. they're they're running out, and she grabs panties. She's like, oh, wait, I have to put these on. I'm not wearing any panties. And he's like, fuck that. Let's go. Yeah, you don't, you don't need-, need those. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when they run out to the Mustang. Yes. They, they basically steal this couple's car. And then as they're peeling out, the surfboard flies off and well, yeah. crashes on the ground. And, and they threaten these people yeah, they do. with nonviolence in a violent way. He's like... No, he threatens them with violence. Yeah. He says, you guys are all about nonviolence, right? <laughs> then let me have this car. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and Otherwise, like, Jim Brown or Jim Kelly will violence your ass. <laughs> yes, yeah. there will be violence. Yeah. And they're like, uh, okay, we heard this was your beach. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So then the most non-practical car chase of all time happens because they're in this fastback Mustang and the other guys are like 80 guys and three giant yeah. hoopty machines that are probably slow anyway with one person in them but now there's a whole bunch of them in there giant hoopty machines <laughs> those were new nice cars in yeah. the 70s well I'm just saying yeah, they, they, they weren't as cool as they, that Mustang they were no they were comfort based not speed yeah, yeah. they yeah, were they, they weighed three tons and correct but plus they had all these people in them so 30 crackers in a car like what yeah. you think is going to be a car chase is actually just a point A to point B transportation right. scene because nothing really comes from it no. she fires a few shots nothing happens like she's still holding on to her panties this whole time and he grabs them like you don't need these and throws them out the window which they land on the bad guy's windshield on on pinky's car and pinky's like did he just throw his panties at us (laughs) and turns on the windshield he threw his panties in my face like the two bad guys in the back of the car just turn and look at each other like can you believe that shit (laughs) he threw them goddamn panties on our car and they get stuck on the windshield wiper it's just this running joke so strange yeah Mm -hmm. And they, they, he yells at some guy who's painting a sign in a tunnel. He's like, hey, they're trying to rape this lady in the car. Do something, because we're brothers. And the guy's like, yeah, all right, and dumps paint on the car, which does absolutely nothing. No, no should have been death in the tunnel, but yeah, no. No, 
So it, it just, they end up at this, well... They don't even like it's the, the, a, garbage, they a garbage truck pulls out in front of the road because that's what they do. Garbage trucks are dicks. Yeah. <laughs> in movies, garbage trucks, garbage trucks are the worst. Yeah. So they have to turn into this garbage truck lot. And they just happen to kind of get funneled in by other garbage trucks to the <laughs> garbage truck washing station, the car wash, essentially, for the garbage trucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're also kind of stuck in there as well. Mm-hmm. They're, they're stuck like sort of out of it so that all of the other people have to come into it. And. Yeah. He takes a piece. He takes a plank of wood and uh-huh. smashes the controls. Yeah, so it turns off the water, but somehow it magically turns on all of the soap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a foam party. Yeah, so it's just it's this giant foam, foam ass kicking. Yeah, yeah, it's this giant foam fight at the end, where again, just loads of dudes getting kicked, and mostly all by Black Belt Jones this time. I mean, it's pretty much mm-hmm. just him in this fight. He tosses a couple to. Gloria Henry as they're as they've been defeated. Yeah, because she is now manning the back of this garbage truck. Yeah, and like kind of throwing the beaten up guys into the back and pushing or beating a them into the yeah yeah and and then grabbing one the, by the testicles and leading him yeah. over to it and just being like get in there yeah and then pushing the button on the what we all know is the garbage smasher on the truck but yeah. apparently in this universe it's just like the take it from this little area and dump it into the large part of the truck right but we all know that it goes. Yeah. Pushes it. Maybe it's well, one with compactor. the two-stage. Like, it just scoops it in there, and then there's a compactor somewhere else. Uh, sure. I, that's, I guarantee I, I, they added that line at the end, because they were like, if you think about it, they kind of, she kind of gruesomely murdered those six guys. Gleefully. Like, 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 every time she does it, she gives, like, a thumbs up. Like, look what I did. Like, that is a horrifying death yeah. mm-hmm. to happen. The worst. To be <laughs> smashed in a fucking garbage truck. Yeah. Jim Kelly, did, if, if Jim Kelly horrifying. wanted those guys dead, he would have punched them to death. Yeah. He was just letting them fall. But somebody that's making the movie must have realized that and been like, we need to ADR a line in at the very end <laughs> that sounds like they're all trapped in there going, hey, let me out. Right. Because, yeah, she is murdering, straight up murdering these guys and yeah. laughing her ass off about it. <laughs> yep. Being like, ha ha, thumbs up. And he gets in on it at the end. He throws one guy in there. Well, because the one guy's too big. Yeah. I, think, I think it was um, it was Pinky because he's kind of a large yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they couldn't get Pinky up in yeah. there. And then, and then only and then, Big Tuna, they yeah, big destroy tuna, his foot. Yeah, Big Tuna, like, is in there, and, like, his foot's hanging out, and she pushes the button, and so you just hear... Yeah, yeah she does rip his foot off, but like, Big Tuna is the only one to lay a hand on Black Belt Jones in this entire ending sequence, because Black Belt Jones has snatched the toupee off his head and looks at it, and she's like, ha-ha, look at this, you idiot. And that's, Big Tuna just gets, like, a punch in. And, and Black Belt well, Judge is like, like no. oh, hell no, you did not touch me. <laughs> Here come the whoopings. Yeah. And beats his ass. And then they, you know, they have the garbage truck full of dead guys, essentially. And they start to drive off. And that's when the cops kind of show up. And he's like, ha ha, you're, you're late as usual. He's like, oh, Black Belt Jones, you're incorrigible. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. And then, yeah. And then there's the line, like 80 yard line of like, something that he he repeated some line he said earlier something about him being from new, new orleans. orleans yeah but it's just like hey we're actually still you alive can't do here. this to me i'm from new orleans i want my lawyer yeah yeah it's like okay yeah and then they drive off with the police escort to drop the guys off wherever i guess and it just freeze frames at the worst possible eh. yeah just the shot. trucks driving away yeah, it was the, the 70s escort. versions of the 90s entrance the, so the yeah. police showing yeah. up then they were showing you know. yeah yeah but yeah that's the end of black Bell jones yeah credits like Bill we we can't Give a Stargrove because there were no lyrics, sadly. Pretty good no. soundtrack, yeah, though. That, that soundtrack's awesome. Yeah. It is a great soundtrack. The but theme by, especially is... By very definition, it's a it's a theme-only right. soundtrack. Main, music, main musical theme performed by the funk guitarist Dennis Coffey. Yes. Whoever he is. 
He's the man who made the theme for Black Belt. He's a funk guitarist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's awesome because that. Yeah. The whole soundtrack's awesome. Yes. He's, he's funky. <laughs> well, let's rate the rest of it though. Okay. I can do that. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, me first. Yeah. You just said you can do it. Yeah, okay. You said you're ready. I actually just realized I'm not ready. I'm. Just, <laughs> I, I wish you were a liar. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, I'll. I go. didn't mean I could do it right now. I just mean <laughs> oh, I could do okay. it. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna give it four jocks. I like this movie a lot. It is like especially the 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 intro to Black Belt Jones and the whole opening credit sequence. It lets you know this is what we want in a movie. It's doing all the right things. Um, my my only real beef about it is like that last fight in the foam, which is basically just ten minutes of dopey idiots running at Black Belt Jones and him kicking their ass. There's no. There's no any kind of danger. There's no any kind of challenge. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a murder fest of these guys, literally, when she puts them in the truck. But um, I, it, there just wasn't enough challenge there for him in this movie. I mean, he's almost just, you know, indestructible. I was going to say, that's it's four jocks for me, and it's the same thing. It's the same problem I had with Cobra. Mm-hmm. It feels like the hero is never threatened in any way whatsoever. Like one guy punches him aside from the part where he's not allowed to punch back. Yeah. There's only one guy that ever gets a hit in on him. Yeah. In the entire sequence of fights that he does throughout the entire movie. Well, he takes more damage from Gloria Hendry when they're doing their, <laughs> their foreplay yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's kind of like, I, I know the whole movie has a goofy tone mm-hmm. and so it's kind of at cross purposes, but you need one bad guy that he can match up with and have an actual fight. Yeah. That's what this movie needed. Mm-hmm. And in that had happened easily five jocks. Yeah. But yeah. There was just never that moment of, Oh, how is he going to beat that guy? Yeah. That guy's big. It's and just bad. that beat him by, it's just that whole ass. hero fantasy that Cobra has. Where yeah. It's just like, I am a Superman who nobody can touch. Yeah. Well, the strange thing is like, I would say the same thing is actually kind of true about slaughter, but the thing that slaughter has going for it is, there's that moment where it's just like, holy shit, yes, five jocks, undoubtedly, mm-hmm. something happens. And this movie never quite reaches that plateau. So it's a four jocks for me as well. well. Yeah. And also the bad guys just don't, they don't come off as evil as like the guys in Slaughter. Obviously, yes. Like in Slaughter, you're like, get them. Yes. Like, like you don't even want them to have any sort of advantage on Slaughter. You yeah. just want them to fucking die. Yeah, everyone here is a little bit goofy. Pinky is like... I mean, they murder, you know, Scatman Crothers, but it's kind of an accident. And, kind of, you know. yeah. And they even because Pinky's even like, "Oh shit, yeah. you killed him! What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah. But like the mafia guys, I never have any idea what their deal is. Like, I yeah. don't know what the pictures are. Yeah, they have but, some money, but who cares? Mafia guys have money. What? Yeah, there's yeah. just there's just never that moment to push it to a, a yeah. five jocks. But I I really enjoyed the shit out of this, so it's a it's a strong four. Yeah, yeah. I had four in my head. And then when it came time for me to actually start to say something, I was like, maybe it's a five. <laughs> well, go with your gut. But no, it's a, it's a four. It's okay. definitely a four. Um, because you're right. There is no holy fucking shit yeah. five jocks moment. Um, but there are lots of little tiny ones that are just are, like, There are, but there aren't enough. Like trampoline like, dude, head in the yeah. ceiling. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck yes, this more of this. Yeah. There aren't enough of those moments to push it to five jocks. So, yep. yeah, faux. It's a strong four. I would watch this movie on a loop. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and but yeah. just have it on in the background. And sure. you can kind of do that. Because it sounds good. And it sounds good. And there's not there's not a whole lot of... There are a few 
you know, there's a few disparaging words. <laughs> yes. So, there, there's um, even another Gloria Hendry. <laughs> no, that's right. F bomb yeah. words. Just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so homophobic? <laughs> what is matter with you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's but, from New York, so yeah. And that that credit sequence is just iconic. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Yeah. And it's kind of like seeing it in the way it's supposed to be and not the way everyone parodies it mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. take a break. Okay. Long, long right. half. All right, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Time for some second half time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second some halves. Hard. Yes. So, who saw a movie? Well, uh, I know we have one that kind of ties into the first half. Yeah. And Let's people have first. been asking us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Which Harlow had some disparaging words way back when, when he first saw it. I mm-hmm. did. The rest of us were like, maybe we should see that. And you rewatched it as well, right? I, I did. I did. Yeah, I saw it for the first time on Crackle with commercial interruption, yeah. which is interesting. Uh, but it is uncut, right? I mean, I know it's cut. Oh, it's the whole movie. But it's, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It just Commercials has in inopportune moments. Yeah. But still. But still, that movie for the first hour or so is everything I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they nail the look. Like, I don't know how they made it look so authentic throughout that whole section of it and it's it's like it's very like you know they're kind of joking around it's almost like it's got a similar tone to black belt jones at certain points where it's like yeah we know we're being goofy but we're not playing it too far you know we're kind of keeping a little Mm tongue-in-cheek and doing that and then like by the end they just like a switch flips or something they're like ah (laughs) time to make goofy faces at you ah We're a comedy. Yeah. You know, and then it's something like, guys, what no, what happened? Like, did you just run out of time and you had to just do this quick or what What happened? Kind of did. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's a very weird shift once they decide that they're going to go to Vietnam, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so many good lines. And Michael J. White is like born to play that role because I love having a guy who understands how to deliver awesome lines but also can sell the hell out of a fight. He is really limber. I mean, oh yeah, he's doing stuff in that movie where it's it's just like, good lord. I well, mean, that's where he started. I mean, he was literally just a stunt yeah. fight guy. I mean, he was Spawn. You know, right? Like, like, hey, we can cast this guy. No one's heard of him, and he can fight. Yeah, but really yeah, sucked. He, but you know, whatever. yeah. But I mean, he is really well cast. I mean, obviously, he, he was part of the project and right. everything. But he's really good in the role. Like, nails it. Yeah. Yeah. So, coming at this with a fresh perspective, I, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie, but I, I think that's because I was like, whatever this movie is, I'm just going to let it be. Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, it's it's funny as hell. I mean, the lines in this are so good and super quotable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And don't it's, get me wrong. I enjoyed that yeah. last part. I just enjoyed that first part, the first half of the movie more. Yeah. But, I mean, that stuff near the end was still really funny. Yeah. Like I said, it's just... It plays better than something like I'm going to get you, sucker, which is like so much a like we're doing jokes now mm-hmm. and here's the next joke. Yeah. And this is subtler, 
but not very subtle mm-hmm. because like you know the fake tear thing and the boom mic and all of that it's just like yeah okay and then like the stunt man that actually hits him becomes the other guy mm-hmm. you know it's it's some very oh, it's some like, very obvious stuff when but. he's having the Vietnam flashback and he keeps calling the kid Chinese. Yeah. Like yes. it's it's funny every single time yep. he says it. And he's like he broke his little Chinese little legs. Chinese feet. <laughs> he's speaking to me in that Chinese. Yeah. And it's like what? <laughs> but it, it's still not the movie I would like. I, I I wish someone would make a straight up homage to black exploitation movies. Yeah, and just not feel the need to make it a comedy like if funny things happen because i mean like this the movie we watched tonight had funny bits but it wasn't like it wasn't a comedy per Mm -hmm. se it Mm -hmm. was just funny things can happen in an action movie yeah not funny because haha that was a thing in the past where no money and blah 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 yeah i was just astounded at how good they got the look of it yeah i think it's hard for them to to do that because you remember the comedy in those movies and you're like, Hey, there was comedy in these movies. Mm-hmm. We should add comedy. Mm-hmm. We should make sure that there's some things that are funny in it. Yeah. And then that just turns into jokes. Yeah. You know, well, it, the weird thing, one of the weird things about black dynamite is that it introduces a lot of plot and then resolves that plot in montages. Like yeah. here's a bad guy. And then we're going to deal with this bad guy in a quad split montage. And it's like, well, that's a little strange. I mean, you'd kind of spent some time building these characters up yeah. and then like you have this whole introduction to the, to the, uh, the councilman character and then nothing like, you know, there's some footage of that being resolved, whatever's mm-hmm. going on there, but they just, it's, it's, they're hitting a lot of black exploitation bits and pieces, but then most of them go nowhere. Now I know some of these movies have things like that where they go nowhere. Yeah. That this was what I thought was it was, it was like, well, that's a dead end. Yeah. But it led to a fight, and then the next scene, he's just where he needs to be. Right. But like that, to me, that was just perfect. Yeah. And and that's a subtle thing that they don't point that out. Right. That it just happens. I do like that scene where he follows those guys back to their little headquarters, and they're like, "Hey, this is private. How did you get in here?" And he's like, "I I walked in." (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of good pauses for that sort of stuff. Right. Like like the timing of so much of that is really good. Yeah. Which is why when it goes all goofy at the end, I'm just like, ah. Yeah. I do. I do like, I, I, like, like that's this. how I knew exactly why you had the reaction you did that first time. Yeah. That that scene where he walks in, I, I love the scene after where he, like he's dressing down that guy so hard. Yeah, and then like when he turns around, he's like, I was going to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, like the scene, the scene where he's laughing the the helicopter thing, and then it cuts to him still laughing coming into the next scene. Yeah, and, and he's just, wearing like the slaughter tuxedo. Yeah, almost. and just kind of like stopping laugh because everyone's looking at him like why are you laughing he's like uh so <laughs> what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah i it it has really good things and it's worth watching that's that's my new opinion on it just yeah it hits and misses but man the, when it hits it's really i i think i just i was remembering that original trailer where it wasn't like sold as straight up comedy yeah. and i was like yes this movie and then i watched it and i was like oh damn it it's a <laughs> it's a comedy mm-hmm. like it's <laughs> It's subtler than I'm going to get you sucker and undercover brother, but it's still, it's a fucking comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And the soundtrack's so good. And that guy yeah. hasn't done like anything else. It's yeah. It's really weird. And the cinematographer, I looked him up because I'm like, this guy's fucking nailed that so well. Like I almost want to un- figure out how he did the look of that movie the way he did. And mm-hmm. then it's like, God, his filmography is just a nightmare. <laughs> 
it's, hey, it's there's some good things in there. I know, I know there are some like Bring It On is in there and a few other, but it's like run, Ronnie, all run. all epic movie, all that yeah. bullshit for those. What is it, Seltzer and whatever the fuck his name is? Those assholes. Like <laughs> all of it is just that garbage, yeah. which I guess shows he knows how to do the mimicry thing, but. Yeah, it's just really disappointing because I'm like, man, if someone wants to really make a straight up black exploitation film, like, and make the movie we're talking about, where it's okay, we're gonna reference all this stuff, but we're not gonna be super jokey about it. Like, yeah. I would be like, find that guy and get him to work on it. <laughs> yeah, so, I, like, real quick, the one thing we forgot to mention about Black Belt Jones that I noticed in the credit, like, Michael Kahn was the editor mm-hmm. of that movie, who has won three Oscars and has like edited every yeah. Spielberg movie. Yep, like, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. You, you get guys with pedigree working on these things and then they go on to just do huge shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of wish that the black dynamite guys had gone on to just do really big things after that. And it just seems like a lot of them have just sort of languished. I, I was annoyed with the sound though. Like the, I know they were trying to make it sound like shitty sound and like, well, good job. Mm-hmm. Cause like mm-hmm. it was a little annoying. Like it was just very obviously artificially messed up sound well, um, yeah. for the, for the point of it. Cause I, I don't know. Just by the end of the movie, like certain scenes was like, okay, I get it. Bad sound. Just turn it off now. Like, yeah, make it good now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Mm, I still, make it good. I mm. still liked it and still laughed a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I saw a movie in the theater. Is that the next newest thing? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, Tell us about that. a new theater. I did movie. not go see the Lego Movie because I had somebody who was like, I want to go to the movies, and I was like, Lego Movie, and they're like, No. Nah. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Aww. But I, I will get there eventually. Uh, so I went to see Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. That's still in theater? Shadow. It's only been out like a week, Chuck. It's No, it came out like a month ago. Did it? Yeah. It came out like the first week, second week of January. Yeah, uh, January Ryan, movie. Shadow release. Okay, well, okay, yes, Chuck. A movie that's been in the theater for like three weeks okay. is still there. Well, is that, that, on, the vi- is that on video yet? Yeah. <laughs> it's what? not the summer, man, where they, they throw everything out mm. quickly. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you like the Jack Ryan movies in general? Yes. Uh, nah. This, no. What? No. Take them or leave them. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Is that the one where he's get off my plane? Because that one's pretty good. Oh, we're doing jokes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> which one's the one where he points at someone angrily? How was Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit? <laughs> uh, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I All right. um <laughs> All right. I I don't know. It's a really it's an interesting movie. I mean it, it's weird because I don't I didn't realize going into it that it was let's reboot Jack Ryan. Yeah. Because that's pretty much what it is because there's things that couldn't happen to make the other movies plausible because it's it's very <laughs> clearly like in a post 9/11 world and it's like wait, if he's just now joining the CIA how can Russians defect, you know, in right. October? I'm, I'm confused. Oh, the sum of all fears fucked that all up. I mean, that was the last reboot. Yeah. yeah. So this is a reboot of that reboot. I guess. I guess they were just like, we want to make more Jack Ryan movies. And Is just... he fresh out of analyst school? Well, this this shows like him being a Marine for a little while and then okay. getting recruited by the CIA. Okay. So yeah, this is almost shadow recruit. Okay. Well, it's yeah, almost even before him shadowly. Yeah. It's a prequel to some of all fears almost. Yeah. Um, didn't I, I think I, I knew this and then forgot about it until the movie started and I didn't I, I'd forgotten that it was directed by Kenneth Branagh. Really? Yeah. Um, I was not aware of that. Coming off of Thor, mm-hmm. which is funny because Keira Knightley's in this and it's like you had Natalie Portman and now Keira Knightley. Mm-hmm. Yep. Forever, forever intrinsically linked to each other. Oh. Thanks, Star Wars. <laughs> They're the same person. Yeah. <gasps> what? 
But anyway, really. um, yeah, I mean, it's it's all pretty good. I, I, don't, I don't obviously say run out to the theater to see it because, according to Chuck, it's going to be gone tomorrow. Uh, no, that's why you should run out and see it because it'll be gone tomorrow. So yeah. run. <laughs> but yeah, no, I enjoyed it. And there's uh, there's a couple of uh, action scenes that it's like, fuck, yes. <laughs> Everything about this scene is awesome. That's good. <laughs> I like those scenes. I like yeah. the sound of that. I, I mean, there was one that was like, I would have liked to have seen it edited ever so slightly different because mm-hmm. there were some moments of like, okay, stop the quick cutting kind of thing. Yeah. And there was one that is like, man, if just someone with a little bit better action directing skills had done this, like how fucking awesome this scene would have turned out. But you, you still get the gist of it and you're still like, hell yeah, that was awesome. What he just did there. And I am on board with this. And I mean, they make everything, every all the bad guys are sufficiently creepy, clever and everything. So well, Kenneth Branagh is one of the bad guys yeah, too, he, right? He is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So this is the most important question. All right. Is it a good Kevin Costner movie or a bad Kevin Costner movie? Like, because he's in it? Yeah. Uh, he's good. Okay. I mean, they don't give him, like, a chance to go crazy, like, oh, my God, Co- Kevin Costner, but, okay. like, he's good in it. Okay. Well, people love to hate Kevin Costner, and I always I, hope he does good, because I, I like the Kevin Costner. Well, look, I, I, I don't get that. I mean, I know there's some shitty Kevin Costner things out there, mm-hmm. but I like him as a guy okay. in movies. <laughs> Well, good. That's yeah. what he is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so good. He's, well, no, he's going to be in that new Taken movie soon too, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. They had a Kevin Costner, that. Taken 3. They had a trailer yeah. for that. And you're talking about the Three Days to Kill or yeah. whatever? Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. They had a trailer right before that. And <laughs> so I was with her. Like, we watching a commercial for the movie we're about to see. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is uh, something different. Yep. Side note, I obviously haven't seen the movie, but the trailer came up. You want to talk about a movie I had zero at like, Below zero interest in seeing. Yes, please. The, the three hundred sequel. Oh, uh. yeah, yeah, exactly. I saw that, that trailer. That too. reaction. That new trailer. I was like, "Fuck, I'm back on board with this." Really? The one with War Dog or I War Pigs in it? I almost said War. Dog. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> war I didn't see that one. No. The one with war, the War Pigs in it. Like when that fire, with the, that song cue kicked in, I was like, "If this song is in the fucking movie, I am so in for this movie." Because like the way <laughs> it comes into the like the way this ha- the preview is happening, I was like. Fuck yes! Why did I think I didn't want to see more three hundred? Because hmm. I, I don't know that, that trailer. That movie may be a steaming pile of garbage, but seek out that trailer. Okay. Because I was like, I am so back on board with this movie now. Yeah, I've I've seen the trailer for that, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I might have to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, everyone's <sighs> like, ah, it's really too late for a three hundred sequel. Do we really need a three hundred sequel? And you're like. Fucking dudes, murdering dudes with axes and shit in slow motion. And it kind of seems to pick up right. Like yeah, I thought, I, it, I thought it was a prequel. No, Lena Lena Headley's in this. Like, I know. Like, it, it basically looks said. like it picks up right from where it was. So I don't know. Yeah, this is Sparta, bitches. Nah, I should seek out that trailer. Yeah. I guess I'll continue. I saw one other relatively new movie. Okay. Um, again, one of those like, oh, that's on video already. I saw Ender's Game. I guess that's on video already. Yeah, I guess that wow. did oh, wow. enough that they were like, oh, so you can make that joke. Well, I mean, <laughs> at least that came out last year. Okay, <laughs> but. Oh, a month ago. Yeah. So as you, I don't know. Somebody pointed out Harrison Ford connection. Yeah. Um, it, it's better than that guy's last movie. It's the guy that uh, directed X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> did this movie? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the Satsi guy. Yeah. I Satsi. I don't know. It, it's a. It's like a really cool world, uh, world building thing, and like I was super kind of interested to watch it but like by the time the the movie's over it's just kind of like I I think you were trying to make a point and 
you wussed out on it. Like as much as I didn't like the I Am Legend. Re, you know, fifteenth remake with Will Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least I thought it was interesting that they kind of committed to the original idea of the story. Mm-hmm. And this is a very similar premise, uh, in story wise. And they didn't. It, I I didn't feel like they fully committed to it. Like it's kind of like here's the reveal and yeah, well you know shit happens kind of thing. And I I don't know. It just like it was over and I was like that wasn't bad. I mean I <laughs> wasn't great. It looked kind of pretty. Um, everybody was good. I mean, it had Ben Kingsley in it, which fucking a yeah. Oh yeah. Yay. Um, he wasn't yeah. in it enough, unfortunately. Oh yeah. Like a lot more Harrison. I I thought like when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, Harrison Ford's going to be in this movie for like ten minutes, and it's going to be Ben Kingsley being right. you know the mentor guy. No, it's exactly the opposite. Harrison really? Ford is in this movie a lot, okay. and Ben Kingsley shows up more than halfway through the movie. Because it seemed like this trailer came out when Harrison Ford was in every movie. Yeah. And it was like, how is he in every movie? So yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, uh, it's all right. It's worth a watch, I guess, on on video since mm-hmm. it's there now. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, it's it's interesting and it's it's got Haley Steinfeld in it, which I think we were all like, why isn't she in more things? And now all of a sudden she is. Yeah, because like, she's in how some other. Was she? Uh, they don't give her much to do, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's you know good ish, but they you know they don't give her a lot to work with. You know, it's definitely not a true grit thing where it's like, holy shit, yes, sell these lines, right. stand mm-hmm. up to the full grown people and and yeah. hold a scene. Right. You know. Hmm. This is just kinda like Yeah. I'm interested in seeing it because yeah. I, I really enjoyed the book. Um I'm glad that it's not bad. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely not bad. It's just like Yeah. It it felt like you probably should have taken a little more care maybe with the story and fully committed to it. Hmm. But that's all. Hmm. Okay. What else? Anybody else? Who's seen else? What else? I got some movies. All right. I'll talk about it real quick. Uh, in preparation for the 2014 release of RoboCop, I watched <laughs> the RoboCop movies. Wait, all of them? Yep. All three? All three. And what about the TV show? <laughs> I, I've seen those. Okay. I, d- I did not revisit those. All right, good. Um, you just wanted to stick to the original trilogy. Yeah, you know, the pure essence of RoboCop, mm. which ends after the first movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then it becomes a Frank Miller wankfest. God, just... Okay, so, first RoboCop. That movie holds up. That movie's fantastic. There's a tiny bit of datedness to it, but other than that, that movie is goddamn amazing. Um, I know yeah. we've talked on the show before about, uh, in, in regards to, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark, how there's, like, iconic imagery in that movie the way things move the way things are shot the way just things that you look at it and you know instantly what that's from and robocop has moments like that Mm -hmm. where just the way the camera is placed and the way it's lit and the way things are moving you're like that is very recognizable that is completely identifiable and it's i it's iconic imagery um that's just a really strong movie Mm -hmm. were you watching the unrated version yes yeah. Th- that was a little strange because I'd seen it before, but probably on like VHS or something like that. Mm-hmm. So wa- it, it, I was watching the new 4K Blu-ray or whatever Hell it was. Yeah. Well, the unrated print is in a different condition than the regular print. Oh, really? So you would know when you're about to get some unrated shit because the so quality you know would the drop. tracking shot changes. When and you would just be in. like, oh. And then all of a sudden, Peter Weller's animatronic. And you're like, oh, God, this is going to get really bad. And then mm-hmm. it does get really bad. So... No. Um, so yeah, I mean, seeing that all together like that was was interesting. Um, Does the 4K DVD have the ability to watch the original one on it, like a 
No, I think it's no. I think it's just the director. It really is not that intrusive. Okay. Um, you can just tell. I mean, yeah. You there's can only just, a few scenes that they cut for violence. Yeah, basically. it's only really like three or four moments, yeah. and they're, and they're pretty quick. So, but you just see it like, oh, the quality is a little different. Um, so yeah, that's RoboCop. Fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. RoboCop. Yeah. Uh, RoboCop two. What in the shit happened? Uh, it's pretty good compared to RoboCop three. Well, I'll get to that. All but right. d- just just talking about RoboCop two. Why? There's so many things in that movie where it's just, why? Why did you do this? Why did you make that choice? Why this? Why that? It's, whatever brain trust was putting together that sequel was out of their goddamn mind. And I know Frank Miller was partially responsible, but then I also know his ideas got completely sort of butchered along the way. And he has continued to keep trying to tell that story. Because he Mm -hmm. directed three, right? No. He wrote Fred Decker directed three. Monster Squad guy. He wrote three. Yeah. But... Two is one of those cases where it feels like the people that made it didn't get the first one. Exactly. Like they didn't understand, hey, this is like a satire of, you know, as everything in the late 80s was that was good, was Mm -hmm. like, this is a satire of commercialism and it's also telling a Frankenstein story and all that. Mm -hmm. Whereas they're just like, no, he's cool. He's a robot and he shoots shit. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Well, and he's got to fight a big robot eventually. <laughs> yeah. Right? Sure, because that's what you do. Yeah. But RoboCop 2 establishes the universe that they're in as being like the late, the the, la- the latter two Batman movies, the Schumacher ones, where like in those two movies, Gotham is so disgusting. It's like, why the fuck does Batman give a shit? Mm-hmm. They have made Detroit so repulsive that it's like, who cares? Fucking nuke the city and build your Delta City. I don't care about any of these fuckers. Let all of these punks and assholes and everyone just overdose on their nuke drug and just wipe them all out and then let's let's build your nice pretty city. I was on the side of the OCP and that's not right. Yeah. That's well, not what they should be going for. Detroit has now done that to themselves. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, and that's the really scary thing. But Is that the one that has the uh, SPF? 5,000 yeah. sunblock commercial in it. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's bits of awesome stuff in there. Like there that. is, but for the most part, they're just, they've made so many bad choices mm-hmm. with that movie. And especially like the whole, like within the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes, they just sort of erase the strides of humanity that the RoboCop character made where it's just like, stop stalking your wife. We're bringing your wife in, tell her you're a machine. And that's the end of it. And mm-hmm. he does. And then it's like, well, okay, that's the end of that. Yeah. And now you're just going to shoot dudes. And it's like, yeah. So, yeah. The third one, yes, the third one is fucking garbage in terms of like storytelling and and the fact, you know, just the fact that Peter Weller's not in it makes it seem cheap and terrible. Um, but I have to give it credit for a few things. Oh, okay. And I'm going to do that publicly right now. RoboCop 2 was scored by Leonard Rosenman, who has a, a habit of coming into established franchises and saying, fuck the, the music that you know, mm. I'm going to create my own music. So like he, when he, he did the music for Star Trek four and it had like none of the recognizable Star Trek music in it. So his whole score for RoboCop two completely tossed aside the established RoboCop music and made it shitty. There's a fucking choir singing RoboCop in Robocop. that movie. Robocop. Terrible. The third movie brings back the music. And so while you're watching the shitty action going on in that movie, at least mm. the music is good. So okay. there's that. They, they reverted the color of the suit back to the original sort of silver color and not that blue color that it turned out to be in two for some reason. 
they they reestablished things in the world like they had changed the name of the the newscast in the second movie and the third movie changes it back it's almost like they're fixing everything that the second movie fucked up but also the third movie has fucking cyber ninjas in it and they're not cool like they should be Mm. it's robocop versus cyber ninjas and it's dumb it's dumb it's so dumb but it's watchable it's 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 watchable because it's bad and you're like i can't believe this has happened to poor robocop but also because half the cast has gone on to do really great things like steven root is like the main uh sort of uh he's one of the people fighting ocp but he's sort of like Mm -hmm. this guy who turns against him and everything so he's like that main guy and jeff garland is in it and bradley whitford is in it and it's just like all these the casting director on this knew what they were doing they're like they see something in these people who are going to go on to do things um but god it's just as far as a robocop movie goes is just terrible Mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to the remake because like the last two Schumacher Batmans, totally fucked up that universe. And so if, <laughs> if they can come in and Batman begins it, I'll be uh, all right with I'm that. I'm starting eh. to hear good things about it. I wouldn't count on this, but well, go I, in with fresh I, I've, have... heard it, I've heard it starts out really well and actually does have unique ideas yeah. on the whole RoboCop thing. On the but whole by the end, cop. they kind of, it feels like the studio said, you need a bigger ending. Oh. And yeah. So it kind of loses a lot of that for big action ending type thing. It's got to be better than Total Recall. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah. I, I, so I watched one other quasi new movie and I I fell into watching this movie that I didn't really plan on it. I, oh, I, no. I, I know. I was like, <laughs> I was watching some, like, watching random end of movie that I've seen a hundred times on on cable and I was doing something on my computer mm-hmm. and the next movie started and I didn't change it and. Like the movie started up, and like I became more and more aware that I was paying more attention to the movie. That I was like, I hit a certain point, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm watching this movie now." Yeah. Um, and that's that. Uh, the Devil Inside, another found footage mm-hmm. horror movie thing. You are our king of found footage horror movie things. <laughs> I never now. would have expected you to be no. the our king of. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Um, I'll, I'll say this about the movie: it's bizarre because like everyone in the movie totally committed to acting for this movie mm-hmm. like acting wise like these people are, are in a fucking crazy possession movie like i it's got to have some of the better footage of crazy demonic possession shit i've seen in a movie ever because they've they've done this over and over and over again mm-hmm. and and try to make it work unfortunately the people behind the camera not so much in on this <laughs> because oh, <no. laughs> like it starts off a, a semi-interesting premise and even for the found footage like it 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 gives a good excuse for the found footageness of this Mm -hmm. um that lady's mother went crazy in the 80s and killed some people and then was committed to this weird asylum in italy now she's grown up and she's like i i need to know more i've hired this i've got a friend we're going to document everything we're going to go i'm going to go see my mother for the first time in 20 something years or whatever and film all of this along the way. Mm-hmm. Also meeting up with Exorcist because we suspect that maybe she, you know there was something else going on because she never she's either crazy. I want to know if she's crazy or possessed or or whatever. And that's the plot of the movie. Huh. Now, inter- like interesting th- things happen along the way, and then things start to go crazy, and then they forget to f- finish the fucking movie completely. Like 
just stops? It stops and it goes, if you'd like to more know more about this, go to this website. That is literally the fucking end of the movie. Oh. It comes up on the screen and it goes, oh no. This was like, thing happens that is kind of a reason for the found footage thing to end, sort of. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what the fuck? Like, like literally nothing remotely in a cinematic world constituting an ending and then they throw up a, a goddamn URL on the screen and say go here if you'd like to know more Arg, man <laughs> that sounds like shit yeah I mean it, it, like I said did you go there no okay no no I did not oh. but I was like huh <laughs> like I just like that, that ended it I was like <laughs> I, I've never seen actors more committed to doing crazy stuff on on screen than and to see it wasted on people who were like eh, I don't know movie Hmm. Yeah, maybe we might make a movie. We might finish it. <laughs> we'll make a website too. I don't. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah, don't don't watch it. I'm sure it's set up for a sequel and everything else. You have to end a chapter. You know, it, it just needs to happen. Kinda, yeah. So, yeah. Well, it doesn't need to happen. It it helps. Movie laws kind of say you should probably end it. Nah. Yeah. They could just shelf it. They could do. Yeah. Someone needs to go back to like screenwriting class and figure out like. You, you can't peek and then go like, yeah. <laughs> like, like you can't have like shit go. What the shit is going on? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hmm. you can if you're going to put a URL at the end of your I, I movie. Guess. I guess, yeah, of course, you get some Google ad revenue. Direct people to your <laughs> alternate reality game. Yeah. Arr. Anyway, so BJ, yes, I heard you watch some. Movies. Who told you that? You. You did actually. Yeah, when, when we, we asked, asked if anyone had oh. seen movies. Shit. Um, yes, I did watch a couple movies. I will talk about the newest first. Um, I saw The Crudes because I heard <laughs> I heard some people say it's terrible. Okay, I was I was really not feeling well on Sunday night, and I was just like laying in my chair, couldn't even pick up a video game controller. I, Whoa! I called I called in pizza, and I'm like, I'm just gonna lay here and watch something. And one of the first things that Netflix recommended was The Crudes for some reason. Um, probably because of all the... <laughs> Netflix is a dick. Yeah, yeah. kind of a jerk. And I, I won't say that Netflix is necessarily a jerk for this. Um, it's just 90 minutes, two hours of generic DreamWorks animated movie. Um, That's what it looked like to me. <laughs> there is yeah. nothing particularly necessary about this movie or exciting. Um, I found myself paying very little attention to it and... Um, but in fairness, you were very sick. Yeah, but that's a really good time for me to sit and watch a movie. Yeah, but maybe you should watch it again. Now no. that your spirits are higher. <laughs> no, okay. no, 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 no. All right. No, nothing's going to change the fact that this is an incredibly mediocre movie. Okay. Um, so that finished, and I was scrolling through, you know, the remainder of or some of the other Netflix um, hey, offerings. If you like the Crudes, no, no, it was it was luckily this movie was luckily not in the oh, okay. the Crudes section. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> if you like the Crudes, you might enjoy Carl Sagan's Cosmos <laughs> and <laughs> Antichrist. <laughs> right. Um, and this wrestling documentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was scrolling through, you know, the the lists, and I saw Fargo, and I'm like. That's a good movie. It's been a long time since I since I saw Fargo, mm-hmm. and so I started watching it, and I thought either it's been a really long time since I've seen Fargo, or I've never fucking seen Fargo. By the time I finished the movie, I realized I'm pretty sure I've never fucking seen Fargo. Wow. Um, 
because I recognize things from it. I'm like, oh yeah, that's this, and oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's oh yeah, that's yeah. this. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure, that's this. Um, but there were parts that I figured I should have recognized that mm-hmm. I didn't, and um, so I'm very glad I decided to quote unquote rewatch, re-watch Fargo for the first time. <laughs> See it again for um, the first time. And that movie is fucking brilliant. Yep. I love everything about that movie, with maybe the exception of William H. Macy. What? Um, Whoa. I, what? Hold on. I, you were still sick, right? <laughs> same day, yeah. Excusable. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if it's just the fact that he made me dislike his character, but there was something about that whole thing that I just was like, ah. Everything else was amazing. You're not supposed to like him. Well, yeah, he's, he's he is. Well, he's one of <laughs> yeah. Ninety percent of that movie is bad guys. Um, sure, but everything else um, was just brilliant. I love the completely overblown uh, northern Midwest accents um, because they remind me of what happens when you get Midwesterners drunk. Um, is that happens to them? They they go into that super oh yeah for sure whoa sort of thing um (laughs) and i came away with a slightly larger than is probably safe crush on francis mcdermott um she's just super adorable in that movie and i was like oh margie Um, that's disturbing, BJ. That's, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that out there. That is a strange weekend you <laughs> But she's like seven months pre- pregnant, <laughs> and, and and she's Francis McDormand. But she's super like she's super cute yeah, and charming geez, in that movie. Yeah, it's great. I mean, well, the she, scenes with her husband are really good. Yeah, they are, and like like they're so understated with the way the two of them interact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's just like. She's just out there trying to do the right thing, doing the best she can, and doing a really good, you know, really good, really good Midwesterner job of it. You know, she's she's persistent, and she doesn't let anything slow her down, even seven months pregnant, and it, I don't know. I just really liked it. Um, I, I really liked that character. They did a, a really good job of making me like the character. Yeah. Um, Fargo's a good movie. It's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. The crazy thing about that, 98 Minutes. Yes. Yeah. That um, movie feels like it's like two and a half hours, but in a good way. Like it feels like all this shit has happened, and it's fucking ninety eight minutes. Yeah, I I did not realize that. I thought it was a much longer movie. Um, and well, like that opening shot where it's just taking forever for the car to come into frame. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just one of those movies that feels longer because every shot is deliberate and slowly mm-hmm. paced mm-hmm. and just takes its time. And that's what I was talking to with Mackie the other day. Is it? Despite the fact that there are a zillion traveling shots, you know, you're watching a lot of cars drive in and out of Brainerd and the Twin Cities. Um, Brainerd, it it's it's really swift, but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem to really fuck around. No. Um, whereas, and I kind of noticed this with the with the Crudes, seems like kind of a long movie. I have no idea like how long it is, but it's long in the bad way. Like, is this over yet? Is there still more movie? Am I mm-hmm. done? All right. I still on. This Netflix adventure of yours is fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it was a it was a weird day. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got really fucked.
fucked up Saturday night. So, All right. <laughs> I mean, I think now I understand. Yeah. yeah. Totally <laughs> it lasts into sense. Sunday night. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. That's fair. But you may not like William H. Macy, but I still think he should have won the Oscar that year easily. Yeah. But we would, probably wouldn't have Cuba Gooding June if that had That's happened. True. So, you know. That's very uh, true. Has he ever won an Oscar, uh, William H. Macy? I don't think so. I think that was his shot. Is it one of those where it's just like he's so good and everything that it's like you just kind of take it for granted? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's always sad. That's why I was like glad Philip Seymour Hoffman had a freaking Oscar. Yeah. Because it's like he's one of those guys that you just figure he's so good and everything that nobody ever noticed. Yeah. You know? Oscars are weird, man. Think how long it took Al Pacino to get one. Yeah. I mean, you, you Too long. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, he's kind of a joke now, but. You know, yeah. you look at the dude's career before Son yeah. of a Woman, you're like, sure, that guy probably got an Oscar at some point. He was at the fucking Godfather. Nope. Yeah, well, or it's like Dog you, Day fucking Afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Serpico, I mean, And you know, obviously Scorsese, you took it cruising. for granted for years, and then it's like, I mean, I think Departed is good, but that's yeah. not even, like, in his top five films he's made. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. So. You just think about all these things. It's like, yeah, of course the really great ones never get, you know, yeah. all the accolades. Hitchcock never won one, so. Yeah. Messed up. But yeah. Awards. He's good. <laughs> William H. Macy's good. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it again. <laughs> for the first time <laughs> again. <laughs> right. See it again for the first time for the second time. Go right? through the yeah. rest of the Cohen's filmography. Miller's Crossing is fantastic. I've not seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, we got a whole shit ton of emails, but... Next week. I don't think we have time for Next week. I'm not watching right. any movies till this next episode. I'm going to watch all the movies. Don't. No. I feel bad because so many of them have <laughs> piled up. But there, there's a lot of... I'm just going to tell you now, there's a lot of theme month suggestions, which is why I'm just holding off on those until we're at least close to coming out of a theme month. Yeah, sure. Before we even bring them up. we'll get but distracted. There are a ton okay. of those. Okay. Well, why don't you so. just compile them into a list and then like say, this person said this and uh, this person said that. Because some people have such good descriptions. Okay, well, that's fine. Like, I understand. I don't want to shortchange them by gotcha. doing that to them. Fair enough. So, But you can... I mean, you could pair them up. We're just going to do a whole show of emails. Yeah. Okay. A whole second half. <laughs> Coming soon. Yeah. To a theater near you. Yeah. We could do a Bamcast mailbag one day. Ooh. Mailbag. Can we get a jingle? It's the Bamcast <laughs> mailbag. 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 <laughs> we'll do it Omega Cop style. Yeah. We just got to, we got to workshop it a bit. Mailbag. 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 Anyway, yeah. So, so let's just do let's do the contact information. Get out of here. That's super easy. Go to the website. Look on the right hand side. There are buttons with social things on them. So click mm-hmm. them and do them. What's the website? BMFcast.com. Don't oh, you know? Hooray. I didn't know. Don't you know? I thought I knew. And then finally. Give our buddy Garfield a call. 9105-JOCKS-BMF, 9105-569-263. Keep him short. Keep him sweet. Keep him sassy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's a new rule for 2014. Sassy Must be sassy. <laughs> Welcome to the Sassy Cast. Yes. And since we haven't mentioned it in a while, if you like video games and you want to hear us talk about them, go to nocorders.net. Because mm-hmm. we do have another show. We talk about video games. And that one, we only do it once a month, so we won't clog up your feed. Yeah, and there's a new episode coming. Yeah, yeah. there is. Yeah, shortly. Soon. It's a big episode full of lots of Full stuff. of lots of <laughs> and such. Video game stuff. It's kind of yeah. sassy. It's slightly <laughs> sassy. <laughs> sassy. Yes. Yes. There might be some sass. <laughs> Touch of sass. Like sass yeah. No <laughs> Nocorders.net for that. Yep. All right, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. We Sounds shall. good. 
I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Thank you.